0: Hey there, King of Kings family. Welcome into another episode of Beyond Sunday Sermons, the podcast series where we take our most recent Sunday message and just break it down a little bit. Get a chance to kind of sift through and discuss some of the things that were preached on Sunday and oh boy, do we have a good one today. I really, really like this message from Pastor Zach. Uh, he finished up our series on 21 Days of Prayers, a three-week series, and Zach talked about praying through the Bible. I guess before we get into that, I should tell you who's speaking to you right now, who we are. I'm Dan Hoppen. I'm the director of Connect Groups at King of Kings. And I'm Caleb Hack. I am the director of kids ministry here. It's great to be with you today. Yes, it is. Okay. Now we got that out of the way. Now we, now we can get to the the meat of the content here. So Zach talked about praying through the Bible, which to some people listening right now, that's, that might just be a common practice for them. Some people might be hearing about it for the first time or they heard it for the first time on Sunday. Honestly, this is something that's pretty new to me before I started working at King and Kings a couple of years ago, I'd, I'd never heard of it. And then, uh, Pastor Roger Timer was the one who introduced it to me, and honestly, I, I yesterday was a great reminder that I don't utilize this enough. Um, if if you've never heard about praying through the Bible, it is a method of basically reading the Bible and then talking to God about what you read. So you're using his words to communicate with him. And it's it's a really great tool for some reasons that we'll get into. But first, I guess I just want to ask you, Caleb, um, is praying the Bible something that's new to you or what? what does that look like in your
1: prayer life? No, I feel like this is, you know, one of the ways we've talked about prayer already that I relate to the most. And I I love, love to pray the Bible. Like this is a concept when it comes to prayer, like, and I don't know what to say. It's like the scriptures right where it's at. And I feel like there's no way of Drawing closer to God than using his actual word. You know, the word is God. And so uh, I love to pray the Bible. Um, there's scriptures that I think are just perfect prayers. And it, when we don't have the words, that's where it's easiest to go. So, what does that look like for you? Do you have
0: maybe a, a list of scriptures that you return to frequently, or do you just open up the
1: Bible and say, I'm going to start here? What does that look like? Yeah, I think uh for me part of it is kind of meditating on what I read. So I I read the Bible a lot just in my daily life. It's part of my job and work. Um I you know, I do devotions and and read uh the verse of the day or things like that. So simple ways to just get into scripture and then communicate what you're hearing, what you're meditating on, what you're learning in prayer, because uh, God is is listening to us and he's right there with us when would we pray to him. And he gave us the scriptures, I think, for this very purpose. I think
0: something that I struggled with a little bit, and Zach did a great job of unpacking this, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we'll do it more in this episode, is the the concept of Praying the Bible, I was like, well, the Bible's God's word, and I'm talking to God. So does he just want to hear me say his own words back to him? <laughs> like that 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 felt a little backwards. But the way that Zach framed it was, yes, you are saying his words back to him, but then you're responding to what the Bible says. And and we'll get more into the rejoice, request, repent, um, kind of model that Zach presented. But that that was kind of my struggle at times with praying the bible is why would god just want me to read back to him what he's already said but i think that you know as we're going to talk about there is some real value in it mm. so we've got to start with the big
1: question what's going to last in this message beyond sunday for you caleb you already mentioned the rejoice request repent um i think that is going to stick with me we'll dive into that a little bit um I I love how he went to the story, Pastor Zach, talking about Jesus in the garden. Um, And that's one of those kind of key passages, I think, that helps us understand praying the scripture because Jesus himself does it. And there's several instances throughout the Bible where Jesus himself does it. So I think we can look to the Bible for examples of how to do this. And I think that's going to stick with me. I think Zach said like, 10% 10%
0: of Jesus's recorded words in the Bible are him quoting the Old Testament, which is pretty incredible. And it just shows the value of, hey, to having that knowledge base to be able to go back to scripture and say, I know what this is, is very important. Let's get into the rejoice, request, uh, repent, part of it right now. What
1: stood out about that to you? Well, first, it's hard to say it five times fast. It's, it's a, very difficult. It's I a couldn't even twister. say it one time fast. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And uh, I think this is, this is really good because we want to be able to make scripture new in certain ways. And when we are able to look at it through those lenses of what's, as I'm reading scripture, something that I can rejoice about in this passage, something that uh, brings joy to me, makes me excited that I can praise God for um, and then we can request, which I think is what we do most often with our prayers. we're asking God for things and you know God's not a genie. We've talked about this before. He we can't just go to him with you know our wishes and and he's gonna just give us whatever we want. but we can request of him and he listens and I think that's key and we know how he's gonna answer us frequently just by looking at what he's already told us in the scripture, which is awesome. And then the final thing, repent. Um, that's super important because the Bible is all about repentance and how that draws us closer to, to Christ because he offers us his forgiveness freely. And we just have to repent. We say we're sorry uh, what we've done. Um, the Bible's full of examples of that too. So we can find all of those examples in any scripture, take any passage in the Bible. You can, you can work through that in it. Yeah.
0: And I, I love that last point that you made because I, I even started doing this yesterday myself is I went through a passage and I was like, I could apply any of these three things to any verse. You know, th- There's something to rejoice about in any verse, something, to, something that in every verse that sparks in your mind, ooh, I, I could ask God about that. And there's, I mean, Lord knows how many times I've screwed up. I mean, there's plenty for me to repent for too. So I just, I loved that framing that there's there's just an opportunity in every verse to to look at something a little bit different. Um, something that I struggle with sometimes is I feel like I pray a lot of the same things to God. And I'm just like, how many times can I pray the same thing to God before he gets bored with me? And the answer, of course, is there's no limit. God just loves hearing from us and he loves us so much that I could literally say the same thing to him 50 times a day. And every time he would like look at me excitedly and be like, yes, ask me about that again or tell me about that again. There's no doubt he wants a relationship with us. Yeah. No question. But in my mind to overcome that hurdle, I think praying through the scriptures is an excellent way to do that because I mean, this book is huge. There's so much in it and there's so many different ways, you know, there you can read a verse a hundred times and the hundred first time, something might hit you a little bit different. And you're just like, Oh man, I, I could pray about that. It, it's just like this treasure trove of prayer knowledge and having Zach kind of talk about that yesterday really, you know, just unlocked it for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's it's amazing how you can take a piece of scripture and find something new in it every time. I love that we do have different translations. We talked about a little bit too, um, how you can find something new. I think Zach said he dove into the message Bible, which is a little bit more of a paraphrase, but you find something new that helps you understand scripture better. So if scripture is getting boring for you, Uh, just know that it's not boring for God. There's always something new. You're always going to grow closer to him through it. Uh, It's amazing. And I think it's amazing too, like how God is the word and, you know, John chapter one, right away off the bat in the gospel of John talks about how the word became flesh. You know, that is Jesus. He was the living word. We have that recorded in scripture about who he is and how we can have a relationship with him. And so being able to speak with Jesus on terms that he gave to us, I think is is phenomenal. I see that you brought some scripture with you. Is this a, a
0: meaningful passage to you, something that you frequently pray through?
1: I did, yeah. So this is my favorite prayer in the whole Bible. Oh, wow. Here and uh, I love it. It's from Ephesians chapter three, verses 14 through 21. So this is a piece of scripture that I currently I mean, frequently come back to all the time because it's. I I think usually in my Bible, it's it's section is kind of labeled as a prayer for spiritual encouragement, which I think we all need. <laughs> so I I don't know should I should I just go ahead and read it? Oh yeah, all right, it, let's uh, let's dive in. So this is I mean, it's literally a prayer Paul wrote for the church in Ephesus. Again, Ephesians three fourteen through twenty one. It says, for this reason. and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Fantastic passage. I love it. So let's let's give
0: the listeners an example. If you read through that and you were like, I'm going to pray through... Ephesians three fourteen 14 and 21 today. What are some examples of rejoice, request
1: and repent that you might take out of there? Yeah. I mean, starting right off the bat, for this reason, I kneel before the father. The reason being we need him. <laughs> we can rejoice that we have a heavenly father and that we can come to him with anything request I uh, for this reason like we have a reason to come before him something to ask of him we can request of him anything we need and then repent it says I kneel before the father like I'm taking the time to put God first to say I'm sorry for what I've done and repent to him so like even just that first verse like super short passage. You can do all three of those things right there. And then it goes on from there where there's so many pieces of this. It's a it's a family prayer. It's a prayer for uh, spiritual strength and power um, that God would dwell in us, um, that we would be rooted in love. Um, and, and then it, it talks about Christ's love, how high, high, wide, long, deep, all of those things God's love is, um, and to have the knowledge of him so that we can do more than he's even given us. So I, I love everything about that passage. And I think it's a great example of how you can use that re- rejoice, request, repent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it could be
0: when we're talking about someone is, you know, trying to figure out what passage can I pray through. You can have something that is a set part of your routine. Like, you know, like you said, that passage is super important to you. It's very, very impactful. You return to it time and time again. After this message yesterday, I just went back to my office and I just opened the Bible and I was like, I'm just going to find a verse. And I think Psalm is just such a great place to start with because it's, it's such a book of, of praise and request that I think it plays naturally into it. I just opened up, I've read Psalm 31 to 3 says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You Lord brought me out from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going to the pit. And I mean, immediately there's just, there are so many ways that you can take that prayer. I, I went with the prayer of rejoicing in that Thank you so much, God, because there have been periods in my life where I've been in the pit and I could, I mean, specifically ones just popped to the front of my mind and just having that reminder of where I am now, how broken I am and how God has continued to lift me up and give me opportunities and continue to love me. I could do nothing but rejoice in that moment. I was so excited. Repent. I mean there's a reason that I'm in the pit in those times and that's because of I'm I'm a sinful person and so there's repenting there and then request just a request to hey I'm so grateful God that I'm here please continue to you know continue to smile on me continue to bless me this is amazing and I I just ask that you know th- this would continue or maybe the blessings that you've given to me give them to other people too. allow them to see your goodness in this way. So again, just picking out just a random verse that I had no intention of reading yesterday was immediately able to launch into like a 10 minute prayer. And it was I mean, I know I used this analogy earlier, but I felt like I was like unlocking a new door for myself almost.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's that's so good. And just to be able to take even just a short passage and and spread it out for like 10 minutes, like that's huge. You know, I don't think very often that I actually do sit down and pray for 10 minutes, but to be inspired in that way, I think by scripture, that's what God wants for us. Um, so I love that you have that testimony of that happening for you. And and I think anytime that I'm able to do that too, it's awesome. Um, I, I also think though, like one of the things at the start of the the sermon that, uh, that Pastor Zach talked about was like the imposter syndrome. And sometimes we feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this or it's going to be great. Or like I'm practicing prayer or, or like, like I'm doing what God tells me, but on the flip side, like sometimes it's like, Okay, I really don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to pray or what to say or where to go. Um, And, you know, I experience imposter syndrome in all different kinds of ways. And and when it comes to prayer, I think it, it can be especially true because you can hear a pastor or somebody eloquent give a very great prayer. You know, you read this scripture in the Bible from Ephesians, you're like, holy cow, Paul. Paul knew how to pray. Yeah. He really did it. And it's like, what am I doing? You know, but all God is trying to tell us is that he wants relationship with us. That's what his word is. That's how he gives himself to us through his word. Yeah. And and
0: I what I'm about to say, I have to remind myself all the time I'm not acting like I have this mastered, but there's no such thing as a bad prayer. Absolutely. I mean, if you are talking to God and trying to be intentional about being in relationship with him, he's thrilled with that. He doesn't care if your prayer is nonsense or if it doesn't make sense or anything. He's just like, you want to come spend time with me? I'm all about that. So whether whether it's praying through the Bible, whether it's reciting a prayer that you've said 700 times before, God's there for it and and He he wants that relationship with you. Uh, so I guess now we get to our second question. How are you going to apply this message to your life and and use it moving forward?
1: Yeah, I think this one's easy for me because I've already kind of been in that habit of praying the scripture. So I'm just (laughs) going to continue to do that. Um, but I think it struck me too, like how we can, you know, the imposter syndrome thing, how sometimes like we don't know what to do or how to pray. Um, so I think reaching out to people, is something that I can do a little bit more, um, whether that's, you know, with a scripture verse, or if it's like, Hey, I have something I need prayer for. I did that just this morning. I sent a prayer request in to our, our prayer uh, coordinator and asked for prayer. And I, uh, you know, it was great. So I think that that's a way that I can apply, uh, this, this message. I love that. I, I mean, I, I'd kind of known about, you know, praying
0: through the Bible, but I don't think I'd had it put as succinctly as Zach did and just having those 3 Rs, rejoice, request, repent. I think that that's what's really going to be meaningful for me moving forward and my favorite book of the Bible is Philippians. My goal right now, I'm going to pray through Philippians. I don't know how long it's going to take me. <laughs> maybe it'll take a couple weeks, maybe it'll take a couple months. I guess it I'll just have to see, but I'm actually really excited to get into that and, and to do that. Um, I think this is one of those messages where the application is pretty obvious, and that's not a bad thing. I, I, that's great. Yeah, feel very confident moving forward. Anything else that we didn't touch on from this message that you think uh, we should shower the people with before we get out of here?
1: Man, God's love is right there in Scripture for us, and we can pray that to Him. I love it.
0: Amen, brother. All right, King of Kings family, thank you so much for joining us uh, for another episode of Beyond Sunday Sermons. Let's keep living our faith lives beyond Sunday.